Across America, BP supports more than 275,000 jobs to keep energy flowing. Jobs like building grid-scale solar energy in Ohio and producing gas with fewer operational emissions in Texas. It's and, not or. See what doing both means for energy nationwide at bp.com slash investing in America. VR training platforms like the one developed by Fundamental VR and Orbis International are helping surgeons train over and over before operating on real patients. As you practice each skill, the muscle memory starts to develop. Learn more at meta.com slash metaverse impact. Hello, hello. Welcome back to the Balanced Blonde Podcast, Soul on Fire. I'm your host, Jordan Younger, and I'm so happy that you're here listening. If this is your first time listening to the show, welcome. And if you're a long-time listener, hello, hello. I want to give you some life updates. I feel like there's so many of them. If you haven't heard the most recent solo episode from two weeks ago, I highly recommend listening. It just has a lot of information about where this show is going, where I'm headed, the spiritual transformation that has taken place over the last five or so years, as well as the accelerated journey that has taken place in 2021 so far. I cannot even tell you the amount of awakenings and ascensions and just so many different pulls of my soul and spirit that have taken place this year. So there's a lot of updates in that episode if you haven't heard it yet. And if you have, then we've got a lot more good solo episodes coming soon. We also have my Celestial Diet and Lifestyle Program launching in May. So if you have not signed up to be the first to hear about that, then we will leave the link in the show notes. And beyond that, I am so excited to introduce you to today's guest of the show, Mimi Bouchard. Mimi is someone who I instantly had a connection with when I was on her podcast late last year. I've been following her on Instagram for a long time. She's the founder of the Mimi Method, which is a method of meditation and mind-body-soul transformation. I'm such a fan of everything she's doing. She does seated meditation, stretching meditations, Pilates meditation and she's just such a wise soul and she's a young soul. She reminds me, I tell her this all the time, of myself about five years ago when I was her age and I'm just, I see so much of myself in her. We talk about her own shape-shifting journey both in her body and her face. We talk about so many things. We talk about her life before meditation and before building her brand. She was on a very popular reality show in the UK And we also talk about meditation, the power of the mind, which we are both so deeply passionate about. And we just go deep in this conversation as we always do here on this podcast. And we learn all about Mimi and her life. So if you are already a fan of Mimi, my hope is that this conversation will help you learn more about her and introduce you to a whole new side of her life. And I always try to talk about new and different things than you would know about someone that you're a huge fan of. And if you're just being introduced to Mimi here in this episode, she is so TBB. She's so soul on fire. You guys will love her and just resonate with her message so much. 
So I'm excited for you to hear this conversation. Before we dive into the episode, I would love to thank our sponsor for today's show, Sakara Life. And also remind you that if you feel inspired to rate and review the show on iTunes, I have a free gift for you. So just send in that rating and review to jordanandthebalancebond.com and I will send you my free Soul on Fire yoga ebook as a thank you. So now I'm so excited to talk about Sakara Life. I'm just thrilled beyond thrilled that they are sponsoring the podcast. I've been a fan of Sakara since 2013 when I first started my blog and I was living in New York near Whitney and Danielle, the founders of Sakara Life. We were in the same little wellness community and had so many of the same friends and it has just been incredible to watch them grow and expand in the ways that they have. So let me tell you all about Sakara and the special deal that we have for you here. Sakara is a nutrition company that focuses on overall wellness, starting with what you eat. Their organic, ready-to-eat meals are made with powerful plant-based ingredients, and they are designed to boost your energy, improve your digestion, and get your skin glowing. Not only are they a plant-based meal delivery service, but Sakara also offers daily wellness essentials. My favorite of all of their essentials is their metabolism super powder. It's a bestseller for them, and I see why. I have it every day in my coffee or sometimes in a smoothie, depending on how I prepare my coffee that day. So it is made with organic raw cacao. It works to boost energy, eliminate bloating, minimize sugar cravings, and reduce fatigue. And along with the other wellness essentials, they also have supplements. They have herbal teas. They have chlorophyll drops, which I swear I have been using since probably they first came out a long time ago. I'm such a fan of the chlorophyll drops. And since then, Sakara has received rave reviews from Vogue, Goop, The New York Times, and more. They have an amazing menu of chef-crafted breakfasts, lunches, and dinners that changes weekly, which I find so different from other meal delivery services. Just the fact that it's truly different every week and they never skimp on quality. You will never get bored. It's always delivered fresh. It's always organic, natural, and completely plant-based. And it just makes life easy. So you do not have to worry about prepping a meal for you or your family after a long day. Sakara will do it for you. And we have a special deal for all of our TBB listeners. Right now, Sakara is offering 20% off of your first Sakara order when you go to sakara.com slash balanced and enter the code blonde20 at checkout. That's Sakara, S-A-K-A-R-A dot com slash balanced, B-A-L-A-N-C-D to get 20% off your first order. Sakara.com slash balanced and enter the code blonde20. Tag me in your Instagram stories when you try it. Tell me what your favorite thing is. And you're going to love the metabolism super powder and all of their meals that are plant-based and so good. And now, without further ado, let's get into this conversation with Mimi Bouchard. First, I just want to thank you so much for being here and introduce you to our Soul on Fire audience. You're such an incredible soul, so light-filled. And I noticed that we have a lot of the same type of audience. I always see people who I know and love and my audience love you and they're supporting you. And it makes me so happy 
So for people who may or may not know who you are, just introduce yourself to the Soul on Fire audience and tell us a little bit about you. Well, first of all, thank you so much, Jordan. I adore you. You know that. And I love everything that you're about. And I love our friendship. And I'm just so blessed to know you. Yeah, just a little bit about me. You know, I'm... (laughs) I don't even know where to start. Um, Well, I'll kind of give you the debrief. My name is Mimi. Um, I'm 24 years old and I'm a business owner. My meditation platform is currently called Mimi Method, but the name is going to be changing in June. I'm not going to say the name yet, but it's an epic name. Um, And it's going to be, you know, I don't want it to be associated to me as much anymore as I grow the business. Um, I want it to kind of have a bigger potential, you know? So that's kind of why I'm changing the branding, changing the name, but the meditations will stay the same. And I I kind of like to call my meditations, you know, different, you know, I, I like to think that I'm doing something a little bit unique in this space in the sense that like I offer many different types of active meditations, seated meditations, very different, more energizing meditations. Um, that help you become more productive and become the version of yourself that you want to be. They're very transformational. And I think, um, I lead towards that type of meditation because that's what really helped me change. I am a very spiritual person, um, on top of what I do, but my meditations aren't necessarily overly spiritual. Um, I don't know why I, for some reason, I like to keep my spiritual side more for me. I don't, I don't know what it is. It's just naturally become that, but who knows in the future, they might get super spiritual. Yeah. You know, I have a passion for, for teaching meditation and for helping people change. Like I did, I I went through a really big transformation about four or five years ago. And I went from being really unhappy, being in a body that I didn't love and just being really not confident and hating my life and projecting this fake confidence to the world and deeply actually feeling really unhappy and slightly depressed, you know, a bit at a lot of times I was depressed. I, I can now kind of admit that I always said, no, I never went through depression, but looking back, there were times I definitely went through depression and, um, yeah, you know, all to say my businesses have kind of evolved over the years. I, started in like the fashion blogging space and that very quickly evolved into more like a personal development platform and online magazine. And now it's more of a meditation platform. And there's so much that I do. I'm, I'm really focused on my one big project right now, which is kind of doing the new next level of my app. So there is some good excitement, excitement uh, around that, um, exciting things around that. But other than that, I'm just living my life in the Bahamas right now. I'm Canadian, but I was uh, in London for five years before I moved to the Bahamas last year with my boyfriend and it's been a big move for us. Very crazy and been amazing. I I'm kind of a globe trotter and I've never done anything the conventional way. So that's a bit about me. <laughs> that's a very, very good elevator pitch of your life. I mean, that's like, that definitely encompasses so much of who you are and where you've been. I'm so proud of the ways that you've evolved. I think it takes a lot of courage to evolve from even just in the online space, fashion blogger to personal development, to meditation and to not be afraid of changing. Because I think I've noticed this from being somebody who's changed a lot in the public eye and evolved so many times. And my brand consistently changes all the time because I'm changing and I see that in you. And I just want to mention that it takes so much bravery. So you should be really proud of yourself because that's what leaders do. And it's not easy to be a leader because I think a lot of times leaders hold up a mirror to society and to others and people can be a little bit triggered by change and evolution. Is that something that you've experienced when you um, witness kind of the public's reaction to you evolving? Oh yeah, it's a great question and something we can both 
relate to the ever <laughs> unevolving public. <laughs> mm-hmm. Yeah, it's a, mirror. It's a well, reflection. Yeah, you know, it's it's especially at a time like now, I've really started to notice that there are really two types of people in the world at the moment. And um, I'm really happy to be on the side of the good ones. And so are you. And there are the people that want to evolve and be better and help the world and, and really leave a positive footprint and leave a positive, you know, vibration in the world so that collectively we can be better. And I'm so happy to say that both you and I are in that category. And then there are so many people that are falling into that victim category of the world is awful. Nothing's my fault. You know, it's because of this that I'm not where I want to be. It's because of that. It's because of this person. It's outside of me. And because I'm so deeply unhappy and I can't take responsibility for my life, I'm going to project it onto other people that have what I want. And those two types of people, you know, it sucks, but that's what exists right now more than ever. There is a huge divide. So, of course, you know, anyone with a social platform, they're going to experience some sort of hate in some way. I have, I have high boundaries. You know, I, I have solid boundaries. I block and delete whoever comes into my space that doesn't belong. I have my assistant on my Instagram all day long too. Like, you know, half the time responding to, to comments, you know, going through my DMs and stuff like that. Like, I'm really happy I'm at the point where I can just get her to block and delete. So I don't even need to see it, but I have high boundaries and, and it's hard as someone who's empathetic and you're, you are as well as someone that feels deeply having people, you know, write incorrect things about you online, um, you know, try to tear you down with all their energy. It's really scary. And I've been through many instances where it's been affected, where it's affected me. Um, But at the end of the day, you know, we have to look at the pros and cons. Like I live my dream life and it's because I, I have my own business and my very dedicated audience when it comes to my membership, my podcast, and it's because of them that I can do what I want. And yeah, it's going to come with some hardship of the crazy people out there, but hopefully my influence, I know if they hate me right now, hopefully it has some sort of positive impact on them. I've had, I've had a lot of messages from people like that have sent me hate messages in the past that will message me again, being like, I'm really sorry. You know, I was going through something six months ago and, you know, they'll message my other accounts, like my Mimi method account being like, you blocked me on your main account. I promise I've changed. Please unblock me. I'm really sorry. Like they, they realized to a certain point, like it's about them. So to answer your question, of course, you know, it's tough, but you've got to stay strong and be you and you do that so well. And, you know, I think it's just a matter of of not fighting back, but more just looking at these people through a lens of compassion, being like, you know, I I send you my love, but goodbye, you know? That's so true. There's a big difference between fighting back and standing up for yourself. And I think standing up for yourself is blocking and deleting. It's not giving it your precious energy, which takes years, I think, to figure out being in the public eye to not want to defend. I used to just think, I'll just defend myself because what they've said is so false, but that just takes you down a whole rabbit hole that nobody wants to go down. So I think that you have a really good outlook. And for the most part, this is what I always feel. If you're making an impact, you're going to have people who love you and you're going to have people who hate you. And I do think that that's, that's better to be in that camp than to be someone who is just kind of, oh, everybody likes you, but nobody, you know, you're not really changing anyone's life or your own. And so that's what we deal with. It comes with the territory and you are living such a dream life. You're living in the Bahamas. Like you said, it's 
beautiful. I go to your stories and your Instagram when I want to feel inspired, when I want to take that little mental vacation to the beach. It's pretty amazing. Are you so happy there? Thank you so much. Yeah. You know, I never thought I was going to be an island girl. It really happened. It was one of those things that just happened. You know, my boyfriend and I made a very quick decision a year ago. We were like, hey, you know what? This pandemic starting, we don't want to be in London. Like, what, what if we just come here? And um, I had a little bit of family here. And the reason we came, there were so many of them, but but really at the end of the day, we wanted a new experience. And, um, you know, it's great as a business owner being somewhere here because you can really relax. and you have your time on, you have your time off. And, um, yeah, it's, it's easy to travel to all the places we go to often. It really just sounds crazy. I know like if you told me three years ago, I'd be here, I'd be like, what are you talking about? That's the, I didn't know it was me, but it kind of is in this phase of my life. I don't know how long I'll be here for, but, um, yeah, it's, it's helped me evolve. And with each kind of chapter of my evolution, I might want something different and I'm just going with the flow of things and taking that risk and finding myself, all over again, every time I go through a new spurt of growth. (laughs) So beautiful. So I want to talk about when you lived in London, because I didn't know this about you at first, but then I slowly started to realize as I saw different things, you were on a reality show in London. Is that how you initially grew a platform? Yeah, good question. So that was kind of in my like fashion blogging days. Um, I was 18 when I moved to London and uh, I'll give you the whole kind of backstory. You know, I moved with nothing. Like I moved, my parents bless them, but you know, I, I wasn't raised with money. Like I went there on my own terms. I left university after a year and just tried to do this, this fashion blogging thing and just explore the world. So I went to London out of all places just to get out of Canada. Like I never really always, I never actually ever felt like I belonged in Canada for some reason. I didn't energetically feel like I was meant uh, to be there and I still don't. And I'm so grateful to have been raised somewhere like that, like Toronto, Canada, but it was never really something I felt aligned with in a way. So anyway, I left London and for the first year I was there, I worked my butt off. I was working like three, four jobs, waking up at 6 a.m., working at a juice bar and then going to the other side of town, working at a styling agency, getting paid like $8 an hour and then going all the way to the other side of the town and nannying for this Italian family and working on my website, my blog at night. Like it was one of those kind of hustle times in my life. And then a year later when I was 19, I had only a couple months left on my visa and I wanted to stay in London. So I started thinking of ways to get a visa to stay and it was quite difficult. And I started to think of getting into TV and, you know, it wasn't ever in my mind to do reality TV. Like that really didn't feel like something that was aligned with me as well. But I guess, you know, there was some pressure from my old agent and um, I saw a bit of an opportunity and I was reached out to from this company and, um, I ended up going on this show for like four seasons from the age of 19 to 21 for two years. I did four seasons. It's called Made in Chelsea. It's kind of like the Hills, but in London, it's one of the biggest shows in the UK. And it's kind of like, it's not like a game show or anything. It's like a reality show that just follows people's lives in a social circle. But I was incredibly naive when I started and I did whatever they wanted me to. And it was pretty much completely scripted. Like you don't get scripts, but you get told what to say from the producers before set. I just did whatever I needed to because they got me a visa and I wanted to stay in London and they were paying me like, I think it was like 30 or 
40 pounds a day or something to work. And I was like still nannying at night to make ends meet. And this show makes it so glamorous. Everyone thinks you're like super wealthy. And it was just such, I was living a double life, but I, I really did love it because it helped me, you know, grow up really quickly, first of all. Um, and second of all, it gave me a lot more experience and, um, it taught me a lot. So I'm definitely grateful for the opportunity, but I also look back and I definitely would have done things a little bit differently and maybe stood up for myself a little bit more. But yeah, I think it it helped me gain an, my initial following, but I'll be honest with you, like I've lost a lot of those followers since. I think I probably got like 100,000 followers from that. And then when I left three years ago, from then on, like I, I've been losing like 5,000 followers a week, but then gaining 5,000 a week. So it's like- exactly. been, and then I've just been gaining a little bit more. So now you can see my audience is a lot in the US now, whereas it was totally UK before. So you can see the audience slightly changing. It helped at first, but at the end of the day, it wasn't really the audience that I necessarily wanted for what I was going to do next. Um, so it definitely gave me that boost and I used it and abused it like they used and abused me. So whatever it happened, but yeah, it was a cool experience and, and I wouldn't be where I am today if I hadn't gone through everything that I've been through. And it, it did help give me a boost at that time, but I had to do a lot of work to change my whole brand after like now I'm a meditation platform. Like there, that's a very different story and narrative. And this is the true me now. And I think for so long, I didn't know how to be that true me. And I was caught up in, you know, a lot of awful things happened during that time. I, I was, you know, like it, it was, a lot of online bullying, a lot of, you know, some other casts trying to get more airtime, calling me bad names on screen. Like one of them called me like, what was it? Like a dumpling or like a cow or something on screen. And I was like 20 pounds heavier back then. And I was really insecure and had like really bad eating issues. And it fucked with me. Sorry to swear, yeah. but it really messed with me. And um, it took me a long time to unlearn that. Yeah. Yeah. You're so strong for going through that. Thank, Thank you. Who go on reality TV and deal with everything that comes along with that. Seriously develop a thick skin, which I'm sure helps you where you are now being online and being a public figure. And it's just so interesting that that is your story. It's amazing to me because you did whatever you had to do to make things work. And it was all part of your journey. And you've successfully transitioned into your rebrand and who you are now, which is amazing. All right, guys, just a brief interruption from this conversation with Mimi to talk about our second sponsor for today's show, Pure Synergy. I am such a fan of everything about the Synergy Company. They are your go-to resource for organic, sustainable wellness. Everything about Pure Synergy is so TBB approved. You will feel so good about the products that you're putting into your body and also how it impacts the planet. Pure Synergy provides the most pure and potent vitamins, superfoods, and herbal extracts made with organic ingredients without any additives ever. They also have no fillers or solvents, which I don't know if you guys know this, but it's really hard to find organic natural supplements without any chemical additives at all. So you can trust Pure Synergy and you can radiate health from the inside and out. I love that their mission is that they believe that everyone deserves to be well in mind, body, spirit, a holistic health philosophy, and they want to empower everyone to stay well because wellness is ours. Their founder has a very powerful healing story, which you can read about on their website, and he had a desire to extend his experience to the world. So as you can imagine, I feel like I very much relate to that with my health journey, and I want to tell you some of the products that I love 
the most from Pure Synergy. So right now, I'm a huge fan of their vitamin D3 and K2 complex, especially because I found out that I was deficient in vitamin D earlier this month. So I started taking the D3 and K2 complex, and I'm really happy with it because not only is it vegan, which is very important for me, but it's also sustainably sourced from algae. So I think a lot of people probably don't know what is in their supplements, and Pure Synergy is so transparent about what you can find in all of their different vitamins and supplements. So there's absolutely nothing artificial, no preservatives, no rancid oils, nothing toxic. And you can also check, they have tons of YouTube videos that teach you about what's in their supplements so that you can feel just as empowered as I do when taking these. So also D3 and K2 are called the dynamic duo because they're best when taken together. And another supplement that I'm loving right now from Pure Synergy is zinc. It is incredible for skin. It's incredible for immunity. It's incredible for every cell in our body. People have been telling me lately that my skin has been glowing from the inside out, which I'm so happy about because I suffered from skin issues for a long time. Zinc is also incredible for thyroid health. It's incredible for brain health, and it's really important for healthy mood and really helps you with your neurotransmitters, serotonin, and dopamine, also known as your happy hormones. So to get a special deal from Pure Synergy for our TBB audience, because you know I got that special deal for you, use the code BLONDE20, B-L-O-N-D-E 20 at checkout for 20% off your purchase. That is at the synergycompany.com and you will find the link in the show notes. Tag me on Instagram when you try. Also, I just have to say this. I love their barley grass juice powder. I put it in all my smoothies and I highly recommend that product as well. So now back into this episode with Mimi Bouchard. So with the eating stuff, because you brought up body image, and I know that you and I have a lot of, a lot of similar history with, with all of that. Let's talk about that. So when you were living in London, you were dealing with eating issues, body image issues. What did that look like for you? Oh, yeah. Like I would fully, my, my eating was fully emotional. Like I really developed like an incredibly unhealthy relationship with food. I would overeat and then I would try to undereat and then it wouldn't work. And then I'd overeat more. And I was always telling myself, Oh, it's okay. It's healthy. But I was just eating like this, like, like crazy portions and just like completely not listening to my body and making it a hard thing to live in the body of my dreams. And the more work I did on myself, the more personal development I did on myself and the more breakthroughs that I had when it comes to my own development and who I want to become as a person, the more I realized that it's actually not about the food and it's all about me. And it was just an addiction to an old condition pattern of overeating and of linking my emotions to food and needing to fill that void almost. So, you know, it's a mix of everything. It was just unhealthy patterns around food. And it also was super associated to, you know, the fact I used to go out and drink a lot, party a lot. Now I don't do that. We can resonate with that too. I I really don't drink much at all. Like maybe a glass of wine every three months, like really, really barely. And I don't like how I am when I drink. And it brings me back to kind of just that place I don't like to be in, I think. And, but going back to the food, you know, 
It was a long process. And if you told me back then that I would be where I am now, where I effortlessly maintain the body of my dreams that I've wanted forever, I effortlessly can eat whatever I want and I intuitively eat. And I'm really just, I have no emotional attachment to food. I can have a bite of something and not obsess over it. I can have my, you know, whatever. And there's no obsession involved. And I can tell you right now how I got from A to B is through the inner work that I did. I literally reprogrammed my mind to be different. I like just relentlessly visualized and created the ultimate me in my mind, the most authentic and true version of myself that has a healthy relationship with food, that has a healthy relationship with myself, that loves myself fully while trying to be better and healthier. And, you know, the more you do that and it was through my kind of meditation that I really did achieve this, but the more you do this, the, the faster you'll get there. And it's at the end of the day, it's a habit. Your, your relationship with food is a habit. So you can change your habit and you just have to kind of shock the program in its process. You know, like if you're having that thought and you stop yourself, like this is such a good trick people forget, like in meditation, even if you don't use my meditations, you could use whatever a meditation and you have a binge eating or, or body image issue. What if you just visualize yourself for a second, getting into that state of feeling the need to overeat, to binge, to undereat, whatever it is. And this can go with any addiction, feel yourself in that state, bring yourself into that state and then stop it. And then cut that cord like completely break that cycle and then do it all over again and then feel yourself getting into that state and then stopping it like all with your mind. And then your pathways in your brain are going to start to change your neural pathways. You're, you're literally going to start rewiring your brain. And if you do that enough times, when, when you're in the actual ring and you're actually in the real life situation where you feel like you're going to go back to that old bad habit, you're going to stop yourself and give it, give a second to think about it. And then you're going to choose differently at some point. And then it's just going to go up from there. So wise. Yes. It's so true. I think I I did a lot of the same thing as you, a lot of emotional eating, and then really just switch that narrative in my mind. And what took me, I guess for me, it was like a several year process. I don't know about you. What took me so long was or so short however we want to talk about it because it's amazing to reach that destination no matter what was a lot of self-sabotage that was really subconscious and i noticed myself whenever i was achieving something whenever i kind of had a lot of things that i had always really wanted from love to body to career somehow deep inside i would self-sabotage and that would i would typically do that through food so that was something I just wanted to throw it out there for the listeners that, that I really had to work on with switching the narrative was why do I want to sabotage myself when the alternate is achieving this dream life? So mm-hmm. did you ever have that experience? Oh, yeah. You know, you go through a lot of soul searching when you have an experience of change change is changing, you know, like you can't experience change in your life. If you don't change within you, you know, you can't go through a whole new, you know, experience or goal in your life. If you stay the same person, you need to change as a person to experience the next level of your life, the old you and your future life. They don't really, they don't, they can't align a lot of the time unless you're already living your dream life. Right. So 
I, I think that's super powerful. And um, there are so many ways to do it. Like for me, meditation and my like guided visualization, manifestation, meditations, and a lot of journaling really help. But I would love to know like what helped you get from that place of like unhealthy eating um, in your own life to where you are now, where you, you know, have the most amazing relationship with your food and you really nourish yourself in a loving way. Yeah, that's such a good question. It was a couple things. It was a lot of similar things that, that you experienced. I know that we both love Joe Dispenza and I discovered him when I was really sick with Lyme. So at that point, I feel Lyme came into my life to shake up everything and create so much change. And part of that was my relationship with food. Because when I did get really sick, and this was like four and a half years ago, when I was bloated, nine months pregnant, feeling type of bloat and just covered in hives and totally miserable. It was so clear to me that the food that I was eating and the way that I was eating it was not doing me any favors at all. Something was really wrong. And even though I was internally quite sick and it didn't necessarily, it wasn't all about the food, the food was a huge component. So I had to learn to intuitively go back to some kind of anti-inflammatory way of life that makes me feel good. And for me, it was just screaming in my mind, always plant-based, plant-based. Hello, Jordan. Like you were born to be plant-based and it's something that I always knew, but being in the public eye and having that battle with the vegan stuff and everything, it really knocked me off my intuition and I couldn't listen to my heart anymore. So it took me a few years to realize at least if I eat plant-based, I can be better about eating intuitively because at least I'm eating within a realm that fits my life, fits me and my blueprint. And we're all different. And I don't believe that everybody has to be plant-based. So that along with meditation, along with deep soul searching, plant medicine experiences where I literally had to go into myself and learn, this is how I deal with trauma, this is how I deal with my emotional pain. And I don't want to do that anymore. So I, I at least need to make my life easier in that way. And so over the course of time, and then eating this anti-inflammatory way that I do, I feel like those habits just slowly, slowly eradicated from my life. And now it's other things because we all have, you know, a new bad habit will come take its place. And so I don't know about you, but my newer habit that I don't love is that I am always afraid that I'm not going to have enough energy because I have been sick. So I do this thing where I self-sabotage myself into being exhausted and deplete it because I'm like, there's no way you feel good. There's no way, like there's no way that you can keep feeling good. So I've had to work on that. That's what I'm currently working on. What about you? Has anything kind of come into that you're working on now? That's such a good question. I will just say, you know, that just shows the power of the mind, like how powerful. And we both love Joe Dispenza. I was just at a seven day week long event a few months ago and it's, it, his work is cutting edge. It's like, you know, bridging the gap between the spirituality, the science and showing so many research studies to prove, um, you know, what he talks about. And it just, it's so true. The mind controls everything. And, and it's hard sometimes, you know, you don't want to be 
so on it all the time. Like we know it's our mind, but like, it's difficult sometimes to really own and control the mind. So I feel you, my love. I'm, I'm in the same place often, you know, I, I often get overwhelmed. Like we were talking at the beginning of the episode with work and with this and with that and trying to do it all at the same time. And it's exhausting. And, you know, telling myself the narrative that I'm not organized enough, I'm very organized and I can be an organized person if I want to, you know, and I definitely still get those, those moments of insecurity when I look in the mirror, I, I have to fight that every day. I still have, you know, issues with how I, how I feel about myself and my body. And it's gotten so much better that I honestly don't even see it as a major issue now, but it's just something I need to remind myself of. And I've, I've noticed when I'm in a good place in my life in general, when I'm waking up early, doing my morning routine, doing my meditation, eating intuitively clean, nourishing foods and not spending a lot of time on technology. I feel like, you know, there are all these different factors that add up really influence how I feel about myself. And I've noticed it's not just one thing. So, so just slowing down in that front has really, really helped me. And just going back to, to that empowering fact that we create our lives and our thoughts and beliefs create our reality. And that alone is so empowering. And I think has helped me through so much and, you know, being able to see the possibility of you being your ultimate self, I think is also incredibly important doing a visualization practice and writing down your ultimate you, the, your future self that you cannot wait to become that you can actually embody right now to seriously manifest and become it. Um, in my meditations, I always get people to just embody the frequency of your future right now. Like think about that energy of your future and just live it, you know, just like have a taste, like just live in it a little bit and experience it because the more you do that, the more familiar you get with that feeling and the more that possibility comes into reality and you don't even notice it when it happens. I know you probably, right. you've been so successful yourself. Like you probably know the exact thing I'm going to say, like you know, once it happens and you look around yourself and you're like, this is what I wanted like for years. And then you're like, it, it, it creeps up on you. Right. Mm -hmm. Um, it does. It does. It's, yeah. a, it's an interesting thing, the way the mind works in that way. And I try, I think it's so important to try to slow down and look around and appreciate how far you've come. I try to do that pretty often rather than getting caught up in what I want next. I really try to look around and think, wow, this life is really good. I could stay here for a while. This is good. And it's, it's hard to do, but it's so important for all of us because we're always evolving and there's always going to be something next. So also trying to make the act of, of reaching for the next thing really fun. Like we have been house hunting and it can be stressful and it can be discouraging and what I'm trying to stay in the mindset of is this process is so fun. I'm never going to be searching for my first house again with my husband. This is like a memory in time that we can make joyful. And you know, you know, just as well as anyone, that's how we will manifest and call in the house of our dreams. Yes. I love that so much. And I read this quote the other day. I forget how it went exactly, but it said something along lines of like, Hey, listen, you're only in this phase of your life once. Like you're only ever going to be this current version of you once. Mm -hmm. So just like appreciate it and be yeah. her right now, be them right now, because you're never going to be them again. And months will pass, things will change. And you'll look back and think, huh, I didn't 
feel like I even appreciated that version of myself, but it really is. And I know this does sound cheesy and it's kind of annoying for people to hear if they're not where they want to be, but looking back, like I've seen incredible success in my life and I'm 24. So I can say this with, with real honesty. It's, it's really so much about the freaking journey. Like it's the end product always is going to evolve. You know, I always said to myself, oh, it's going to be amazing when I hit my first six figure month. And then I got there and I was like, okay, next, you know, like you have to just embrace the journey. And if you don't, like nothing is going to just magically change once you get quote there. Like that's the biggest thing I wish I could tell my younger self too. It's like your life isn't going to magically change once you get to that that one goal. It's like who you become in the process and enjoying the little parts of life. Like as it is right now, yes, you're working, you're hustling, you're, you're evolving, but just appreciating the little parts of life and let yourself deserve to love life while you're yeah. in, in the process, while, while you're on the journey, let yourself love life a little bit, even if you're not there yet. That's so important. It's so important. I know. It's like that quote, wherever you go, there you are. I remind myself of that all the time because you could be anywhere having reached any level of achievement or success or what makes you happy, but you're still you. So wherever you go, there you are. And if you can be learn to love yourself, who you are inside, you can enjoy every little bit. Yeah. It's yeah. So true. You know, it's, it's really about that. And you're going to look back and you're going to be so freaking happy that the past you put in the work, you know, Mm -hmm. I think back at the hardest times in my life, like that first year that I was in London working my butt off, like there were so many times where I just wanted to give up and move back home. And I was so like in debt, like really just had like the money stress was really looming over me. I didn't like, I was right at the beginning. I didn't know if I could make it, but I had this deep core belief that there was a possibility in the universe that I could. And I just held on to that and kept going and was relentless and tried it all. I can't even tell you how many businesses I've started that failed, you know, like I've tried it all. And then it just magically happens. The more work that you put into it and the more that you effortlessly just become the type of person that has what you want. And I think that's the most powerful thing. If you want to talk about change and transformation and living your best life, it's like the first step is deciding what version of you you need to become to have those things? What kind of person has what you want? Is it the version of you now that's super negative, that doesn't eat healthy, that thinks it's really difficult to, you know, feed yourself with beautiful foods and and wake up early and feel good about life? Like, is it that negative version of you or is it the version of you that exists that feels really excited about the growth that they're undergoing, that feels motivated to be better, that enjoys healthy food and moving and being in love with life. Like which version of you is it? Because it has to match your future. Can't match your current self. If you're not in that state that aligns with it. So inspiring. So inspiring. Even just as you talk, I'm visualizing different ways that I want to improve my current life. And it's so important. I'm so happy that we're having this conversation because this is impactful stuff. So let's talk about CBD. I am such a fan of CBD, but not all CBD is created equal. I have been using exclusively one brand of CBD for the last couple of years, which is hard to do in the wellness industry because there are so many companies and I truly don't get approached about any other product as much as I do about CBD. 
but I am a loyal true and blue fan and user of Cured Nutrition. Not only do I love the people behind Cured Nutrition, the founder, Joseph Sheehy, has been on the podcast where we talk all about the health benefits of CBD, what it is good for. We talk about his mental health and his physical health and how both were improved by the use of CBD and nature. We both have such a passion for nature and natural healing. And what I love about Cured Nutrition CBD is that they are engineered to take your life to its ultimate potential. So whether you're looking for an extra pep in your step, a relief for your everyday discomfort, or a reset button with your best night of sleep, they have the answers. So you can shop by perform, balance, recover, or basically whatever you need. I find that, so I take their Cured Aura supplement for alertness in the morning, and then I take their Cured Zen supplement at night, which helps me sleep. I also love their pure daily hemp oil in the mint flavor. And no, none of this gets you high. There's no THC in it, which is really relieving to a lot of people, including my dad. I've gotten him hooked on CBD. CBD is just so good for you. It's good for pain management. It's good for anxiety. It will help you sleep at night, which is something that I always take CBD for. And I also love their pain salve. I have a lot of pain in my body from Lyme disease and the pain salve just helps me so much, especially at night. So I am a huge fan of all things CBD. They are nothing but the highest quality. And you can shop all things Cured Nutrition with the code BLONDE, B-L-O-N-D-E, at curednutrition.com. Tag me on Instagram when you try. They also have pet treats. They have bundles. They have so many different incredible options. I can't wait to hear what you think. And now let's get back into this episode with Mimi. So I want to hear about the more, I mean, we talked about this, we voice noted about it after your retreat, but I want everybody to hear just some takeaways from the Joe Dispenza seven day retreat. All right. Well, um, I'm still processing it. (laughs) It was two months ago. Yeah. Oh, wow. Yeah. It, Jordan, you would love it. You would thrive there. Like everyone else, like you just really, you find a love for humanity when you go, because you're seeing all these people that just want to really better themselves and they look normal and they're not like, you know, they're just regular people and they're there and they're open to new experiences to help them and their lives and be better. And I, I really had a point in that event where I just fell in love with everyone in that room. There were like a thousand people. It's because everyone's so vulnerable. And, and I will just say like for everyone that hasn't been to one of his events, if you've been to his event, you know, it's not like your typical, oh, I went on a meditation retreat for seven days. It's not like that. It is exhausting. It is work. You are like just, you're waking up really early. You're going really deep. You're meditating for like six hours a day. You're going to whole new levels. Like I don't do drugs. I don't really drink. Maybe one day I'll do a plant medicine experience with Jordan. Stay tuned. But (laughs) at the moment I'm like very, you know, I like being sober. I like to be sober. Anyway, at that event, the whole week, I didn't feel sober. We didn't touch any, you know, obviously we're all actually sober um, chemically, but my, I felt like I was in a different realm that entire week. And I don't think I knew what spirituality meant until I went there. And, um, that was just my personal experience. It was very intense. I was alone. Uh, I went alone. I had one friend there, but I didn't really seem that much. 
And um, it was difficult for me at times to go that deep because I had a fear of the unknown. And I still kind of do, you know, I don't know what's out there. And I am a little girl at heart that kind of gets scared of the potential of things I can't see. But I, I do need to hone in on my strength. And being at that event really taught me to hone in on my strength. I had a pretty life-changing experience in one of the meditations. Two of them really stand out to me out of all the ones we did that week. But one of them, it was a sitting meditation and it was about two hours long. And I had a total incredible experience where I fully connected with my higher self, communicated with her in ways that I can't even describe in human language because it was so above my capability to like speak. <laughs> like it was just a higher intelligence. You know what I mean, right? I do. Oh, I do. Oh my gosh. And it was like, it was magical. It was crazy. And I feel my goosebumps right now. So it means that like, I just, I know it was her and whatever her is like, I, it was just the more evolved version of me or like something bigger than me. That was also me. I don't really know how to describe it, but in the meditation I had just like my whole body was my, every cell in my body was vibrating at a very different frequency I've never experienced before. And I kept surrendering into it. I was in a total state of deep hypnosis, essentially. And I started talking to this higher version of myself in my head. And I had this like crazy, you know, affirmation wave of energy go from the top of my head down in like a perfect uniform wave down to the back of my heels, to the bottom of my feet. Every time we would have this communication that wasn't even through words. It was like, I, I know I sound crazy right now, no. but it was crazy. It was crazy. Yeah. I couldn't speak for four hours after that meditation. I went right to my room, missed the rest of the day. I looked different. I did some Instagram stories that night. People were, were responding being like, why do you look so different right now? That happens. We have to talk about how the fact that that happens. I've seen you shape shift since the Joe Dispenza retreat. And I have just been really fascinated and excited for you because I know that feeling and I've also just like, I've, I've just witnessed you energetically change since all of those knowings that you gathered at that week that you did, where I feel like in, in your life, in your appearance, in your business, things have just shifted. But it's oh, no. this is energy stuff that I don't think a lot of, you know, that, that people, everyone would notice, but I see it fully. That night specifically, did your face look different for just a period of time? Or did it stay? Well, that night it was like really different. And then the next day, like it slowly kind of went back, but like, I still feel like I have a bit of like that energy in me still. Like I've been holding on to it for sure. What did I look like? Yeah. Okay. I'll send you the Insta we can go story. Deep here. We can go deep here because our, this audience, we know about the shape shifting. Okay. Let me find the story that I posted. I'll go in my ar archive. <laughs> yeah. I'll send it to you and send it to me. And we can, it yeah, we'll put, it up. we'll put it up when we put this episode up. I, okay. uh, I know it's like a weird, deep question, but like I have had that experience where sometimes all of a sudden I'll be able to see like an old woman in my face and I'll still look like youthful, but there's an old woman who lives in there. And then also a very alien type of face that I can get sometimes. And then a really youthful face where I will truly look like a kid. And all of these people, they kind of just like pop out of me at different times. And people who, even my community, who's very connected to my soul in photos, they'll be like, oh, it's grandmother. Grandmother Jordan is here. And I feel so seen, but, and I know how real it is because I'm not, 
well, you know, we are not who we are. We are eternal souls. So everything that you connected with, your higher self, she lives in you and she, you know, she's guiding you now. It's very yeah. beautiful. Thank you. Oh, I actually have a theory. I would love to hear your take on this kind of theory that I've thought of over the past few months. I feel like the most authentic and truest version of ourselves exists from birth until probably the age of like seven or eight, when you start getting really conditioned by society and you kind of lose yourself a little bit, generally speaking. And then from the age of seven to eight, until you have your breakthrough, whether it's a spiritual breakthrough, personal development breakthrough, whatever you want to call it, then you start to shed off the layers that you want to unlearn from that time, from when you were seven years old, let's say, to where you are now, of what society has conditioned you to be that you're actually not. So it's kind of like an onion. So I like to say that personal development is more about unlearning than it is about learning because you're just learning to unlearn who you're not and um, become more like your child self, like a really young child self, like, Mm -hmm. like a baby to toddler. It depends on, on all of our different life experiences. That's kind of my theory. I know some people have said that before as well, but you know, I think that when you're born, like when you're a baby and you're a child, you are just the most authentic you. And the more that you, you know, become that you again and and become it in the adult form almost of like the most powerful, authentic, truest you, I think the happier and more fulfilled that you'll be. Yes, I completely agree with you. I feel like that theory is truth. It's totally spot on and it's scientific as well. I've read a lot of books that can confirm that, that theory that by the time we basically get into school. And then we're surrounded by all these school-age children who will tell you that's weird or like, you know, you just notice what other people are doing and how other people are acting. And then you just try to fit in. And that's how so many people kind of tend to just follow the crowd and, and for their whole lives at times try to fit in until they reawaken, unlearn. Just like you, I never call it an awakening. I call it a reawakening because we already know. So to reawaken to what we know and my favorite people, you, you included are very tapped into their inner child and have this passionate effervescent joy about what they do and how they live their life and just how they feel. Even people who, people who I've met in Bali who live in a little village community who technically from our Western point of view have nothing, quote unquote, well, they have everything. They have community, they have joy, they have happiness, they've never been conditioned. And so that's the kind of, I mean, that's what I seek in people and that's what I want for people's souls. Yeah, you know, I think that's kind of the the solution to any deep self-image issues people have. It's like just finding your inner child and coming to a conclusion of compassion with them. Because when you hold their hand, all they need is a big hug. You know, that that little inner child in you that holds on to all of your shame, guilt, unworthiness, like you just have to love her. When I'm being self-conscious and I'm looking at myself and I'm like, oh, I don't like what I see. I try to tap into my inner child and just talk to myself in that way, being like, you're worthy. Don't worry. You're beautiful. You're unique. And you're exactly where you need to be right now. Like you don't need to stress out. Like you're okay. You're doing amazing. And like just giving yourself that pep talk and aiming it towards your inner child and kind of seeing her or him as, 
you know, another person that just has a lot of their own insecurities and just treating them like a child, you know, imagine if you had a baby and and they came up to you and they said, I'm not feeling good about myself. What would you say to them? Right. Exactly. Exactly. I know. I love that so much. So what, so I know there's a lot of things you're working on now, some of which you might be able to talk about some of which maybe not, but is there anything that you can share with us that you're working on right now? Yeah, well, I'll tell you everything. You know, when it rains, it pours. So there's a lot going on right yeah. now. I'm just about to write my first book, which is so exciting. Oh, and I I'd love amazing. to your brain about all of this process. I just signed with a book agent and that I completely created um, that manifestation. And it was actually funny when I came back from the Joe Dispenza event, I was thinking of my year ahead. It was in January thinking of my year ahead and what I want to do and create. And I was like, okay, this year is finally the year I actually want to write my first book, a personal development book with everything I've learned up to this point. And literally two days later, it was like a Sunday. I get an email from this girl I spoke to like two years ago in London. That was a book agent for this global, huge company. I spoke to her two years ago about potentially doing a book, but I wasn't big enough back then. I also didn't really have solid branding. Like I didn't really know what I was doing. So She messaged me on a Sunday. She emailed me saying, Hey, Mimi, I don't know if you remember me, but I think it's time that we do a book. I've been following along and I think it's time. And it was a few days after I decided I wanted to do it. So that just shows the aligned universe. Um, So yeah, I'm writing a book. It'll probably be out probably in a year, but I'm starting the process right now. Another really big project I'm working on is my new app launch. So right now I have Mimi Method it's my meditation platform. Um, you can just like go to the URL to sign up and, and you have an app that you can download after you sign up and use your same like sign in details to log in. And it's kind of more of a complicated process, but with the new app, it's going to be just an app, no desktop. And it's going to be out of control. Like I'm, I have the same developers that created Headspace to create this for mm-hmm. me. I'm putting everything into it. You know, me method has done so incredibly well for the eight months that it's been live that I'm actually just deciding to put everything that I've earned right back into it to create this new level. I'm changing the name and the branding so that it has more room to grow. Like I don't want to be Mimi the influencer that has a meditation platform anymore. That has, I think, a ceiling to it for my personal goals. Like I really want to go global with this. It's a movement and they're very different meditations. Like I, I really want to hone in on that. So yeah, I, in June, it's going to be launched hopefully. And, um, I'm really excited about that. You know, it's, it's going to be next level creating meditations for any time of the day, you know, to weave into any moment of the day. I'm going to create meditations for like when you're grocery shopping, when you're chilling, when you're getting ready, when you're cleaning, when you're walking, when you're doing everything. And I want it just to kind of be somewhere that people can go to prime their brain, listen to really cool music and just get into that zone of feeling alive. My mission is to help people feel alive. Like we don't feel alive enough in life. We really just get numbed out, whether it's too much food, too much technology, too many negative people around us. My mission is to help people get unnumbed and to feel more alive. So that's my number one mission right now with the app. There's so much that comes into it with that. Very busy at the moment, but it's great. And I have an awesome team. And then last but not least, I'm actually hosting a virtual event mid-May. I just decided this and be like a two or three day event. Let's chat. Cause I would love to see if you wanted to come on and oh, maybe yeah. do a little chat or something. I, come on. I have no idea what it's going to be called yet, but I know my one thing with this event is that I want people to come in 
and leave feeling really different, like a spring refresh and a really motivating event where we can just like do goal setting and a mindset masterclass and just like feel, you know, that feeling you get after something inspiring like that. Like I'm really seeking to get that, like, just wow feeling of just, I'm so excited for the future and what I'm going to create. So that's kind of on my list at the moment, work-wise, personal life, I watch the OC at night with my boyfriend and that's all we do. <laughs> so fun. Isn't it fun? I have actually, I mean, first of all, all that is amazing. I've gotten so into watching TV at night with my husband because it's, it's just such a good way to shut off. And I didn't watch TV for years, for probably like eight years. And now I love it. We're watching This Is Us. I don't know if you've ever seen. It's good. It's so good. I feel like I'm the last person on earth to like get into this show. Well, I'm the last person. I've never exactly. even heard so, I had heard about it for years, but I'm not a big, like, I'm just not a big, I don't know I, if I thought it was like a sitcom or something. I'm just not that into regular TV, but this show is so good. And I highly recommend it to you or anybody because it's just a nice way to shut off at night. It's like a tearjerker. It's emotional. It's about a family and it's just good. Okay. So, well, I'm going to add it to the list. I'm going to add it to the list. Yeah, do it. Um, so I want to ask you the rapid fires that I ask everyone who comes on. I'm just going to pull them up over here. Do you know what your sun rising and moon signs are? Uh, my coach, my intuitive coach does Leo rising. I'm a cancer. I'm a Leo rising. I think I'm a, a lot of Leo. She said. I could see that. Totally. Yeah. You're a cancer sun. I'm I'm a cancer sun. Yeah, I think. When's your birthday? July 16th. Okay. Yeah. So you're a cancer sun. Born at 8.30 (laughs) a.m. Oh, good. Okay. So we can look it up. So, but, so you're a Leo rising. I I can totally see that because cancer sun is like a water sign, emotional, feminine, sensitive, tapped in, but your Leo rising is your fire, which I see so much fire in you. You probably have a fire moon too. I'm going to look that up. And then yeah. do you know your human design? Manifesting generator. Of course. You are such <laughs> a manifesting generator. That's why you can juggle all these different things and it works for you. Even though I'm sure it, maybe at some point you will crave a little bit more of the feminine downtime energy. When you want to turn it on and do all these things, you can because manifesting generators, I mean, it's your post-it notes. It's everything beneath them. It's you thrive that way. So very, very inspiring. A lot of that. It makes sense now. (laughs) Are you a morning person or a night person? Morning, hundred percent. Coffee or tea? Coffee. I love coffee. I mean, I I love coffee. Oh my my gosh. I've tried, I've tried many times to stop and it doesn't work for me. I hate my life when I don't have my one coffee a day. I can't do it. I love my coffee. Honestly, I feel like coffee brings so much joy. There's no reason, unless it's a medical reason or a hormonal issue or something or an anxiety issue, to cut coffee out permanently. I, I did it for so long and I was sad without it too. So and it's full of antioxidants and it like it's just the best. Also, if if you haven't tried this combination before, it's my new obsession and it makes me so excited for my morning coffee. I have coffee with oat milk, like a good, huge dash of oat milk, and then a dash of maple syrup, like really good quality maple syrup. 
And it's the best combination in the world. And maybe it's my Canadian side coming out, but it's so good. <laughs> I need to do that. This is, um, this is coffee and oat milk and cinnamon. So I'm, I'm almost on your level, but I need to add the maple syrup. That sounds so good. It's delish. If you had the chance to meet anyone in the world, who would you want to meet? Oh, honestly, I sound like his biggest fan and it's just ridiculous at this point, but I'm just going to own it. Dr. Joe Dispenza. I'm in love with him. <laughs> I Thank swear. You. Like, did you get to meet him or no? Cause there were so many people there. Yeah. Funny enough. We actually like very briefly met, like he was answering a question to someone next to me and he like walked by me and looked at me and I was like, hi. And he was like, hi. And I was like, I'm Mimi. And he was like, hello, Mimi. And then walks away. And I like oh, wow. was Flustered, my friend next to me was like, "You need help." <laughs> I would have done the same thing. Um, you will definitely meet him. I feel that you will definitely meet him. And then, who are your mentors? Oh wow, that's such a good question. I, I feel like I have mentors from many different areas. I have a lot of business mentors that really have helped me throughout the past few years. I have the people I call, you know, first of all, I have a great, a great lawyer. <laughs> so he's kind of a business mentor, but then I also have my really, really close friend, Victoria, who's this amazing, amazing woman um, that lives in Toronto and, and she owns this big skincare beauty line. And she really helps me a lot when I have big decisions, when it comes to business and life, I've just hired on an amazing um, CMO actually. And, and she has been huge for me in the past few months of working with her. Like she's an incredible like, you know, business mentor in that sense. And I like to surround myself with people who have achieved what I want to a certain extent um, and learn from the best. I only ever take advice from people that have what I want. And that's the biggest piece of advice I could give anyone. Don't take advice from people that haven't gotten what you want or don't have what you want. You know, you hear the random aunt or uncle say, oh, don't do that or whatever it is. And then it's like, have, do you have what I want? No. So don't listen to them. But anyway, so, um, you know, I, I have so many, I have many different ones for different times in my life. And I'm just so grateful that I have, you know, I've created a network of people that I love and I trust and for different things, I'll go to different people, but you know, I, I have many. If you were a color, what color best represents your energy? Sunset orange. Ooh, I totally see that. Of course, <laughs> in the Bahamas, those beautiful sunsets that you get to see and post. I totally see that. If you could give yourself one piece of advice 10 years ago, what would it be? Wow. So 14 years old. Hmm. Stop trying to find validation in boys. You are actually very special, even though you don't feel special, you're unique and special. I think I really had a weird limiting belief around that. And yeah, I just didn't feel special for some reason, which is kind of sad. Everyone should, should feel special in their own right. And, you know, I, I would really tell her like, be authentic to you because that is what is going to make you happiest in life. Don't give up the things that make you truly happy. I stopped playing guitar and singing from the age of like 13 till I was like 21 or 22 because I was so embarrassed that people would judge me. It's like, I love music. It's like a passion of mine. And I don't want to be a famous singer, but I want to be able to be that feminine creative side to me sometimes. So I think I was just so embarrassed and I just was really trying to be someone I wasn't and just love myself a little more and understand that I'm going to get everything I've ever wanted. I just need a bit of patience. Mm -hmm. I love when you posted yourself with the guitar singing. It was so beautiful to see. And you have an amazing voice and it's a passion. So do it. And that's great advice. Thank you. And what well, we talked about, what's next for you and what's on the horizon, lots of amazing things. So where do you see yourself in five years? 
Wow. These are really great questions. So five years, 29. I would love to have established my business the way that I want to. I mean, like really incredibly impactful for a lot of people. And I would love to be living in my dream home. Um, I want many homes around the world. I want a beautiful, big, modern home in the Bahamas. I want a home in London, maybe somewhere, you know, maybe, I don't know about LA. I used to think LA, but maybe somewhere in the States. Like I want kind of homes all over the place. And um, I want to really just feel like I've accomplished what I've really wanted to. And like, there's more to do and there is more to be done, but I really... I'm excited for the next five years. I think it's going to be incredible for the growth. You see how much can change in five years, you know, in your past and, and just think about the future. And it's like a skyrocket right now. I've been growing really quickly in many ways and I want it all, you know, like I, I want it all. Cause I, I really think that's one of my, my passions in my life is to reach the potential that I can be. And in like a loving way, it's not harsh and it's not like I'm going to be hard on myself if I can't reach certain goals that I really want to try my best. And, and I really just love that feeling of being in the flow of just being my ultimate self. And I want to just, I feel like I'm her probably 70% of the time right now, like my best self, but when I'm 29, I really hope it's hundred percent of the time or 99.9% of the time. And I think I can get there with, with what I'm doing at the moment and the commitment I have to my growth and myself. I think so too. I know you can. Where can everyone find you? Oh my gosh. I can't believe an hour has passed so quickly. (laughs) Everyone can find me. I'm I'm on Instagram a lot at Mimi Bouchard. And then if you want to check out my meditations, you can do a seven day free trial to see if it's for you. No strings attached at MimiMethod.com and um, see if it's for you. Everyone seemed to really like it. And it's, it's changed a lot of people's lives so far, the meditations. So it could be for you, but um, either way, just work on yourself, meditate, write journal. It doesn't need to be with a program, just like do the work, you know, like that's the biggest thing I'll say. It's helpful when you have guidelines and guided meditations. I know you do amazing guided meditations too, Jordan. Like it's really helpful, but you can do the work in any situation. And I think that's the biggest thing. Like, yes, I would love for you to join my platform, but I also don't think it's necessary to experience the best growth that you can experience. I I just think try everything and see if it's for you. So yeah, MimiMethod.com and then at Mimi Bouchard on Instagram and my podcast. I also have a podcast. Yeah, <laughs> it's just called podcast. Mimi. Yeah, it's just called Mimi, Mimi Podcast. Okay. And I have hundreds of episodes on there as well. So, yeah. Yes. Oh, thank you so much. This was thank so you. fun, my love. I love catching up with you and sharing you. All right, guys. Thank you so much for listening to this episode with Mimi Bouchard. I had so much fun talking to her. It was just like catching up with a girlfriend. I can't believe that I have not met her in person. Although by the time this episode comes out, she will be in LA and we have plans to see each other and get to hug and hang out in person. So she is definitely soul fam. She is everything that we love here on TBP from mindfulness to just such a soul on fire individual. She is so soul led in her business and her life. And I hope that you loved learning more about her. So thank you to Mimi for coming on the show. Thank you also to our sponsors for today's episode, Sakara Life. 
Pure Synergy and Cured Nutrition CBD. So be sure to check the show notes for discount codes and links to all of those fabulous brands. I'm so grateful for these brands, especially as I scale back in my daily life and I'm working so much less and I'm spending so much less time in front of the computer. I think I have like 2,000 unread emails, which I know would give a lot of people a lot of anxiety, but I am stepping back to focus on my health for some exciting reasons that I will share with you guys at some point soon. And it's these brands that sponsor the show that make that possible because I really don't have the luxury of stepping away from work entirely, which is a good thing because I really can't imagine myself not releasing this podcast every week. But all of this to say, I am just over the moon thankful for these brands and the opportunities that they give me to bring you guys this show and also take a lot of downtime in between recording episodes. So if you like any of those brands, let me know. They are amazing. They've all impacted my life in such incredible ways. And if you felt inspired by today's episode, I would be so honored if you took the time to leave a rating and review on the Apple Podcast app. It just really helps with visibility and it helps new people come across the show. And I love all of you. Most of all, I'm grateful for you. I'm so happy that you're here. I adore each and every one of you. Come say hi on Instagram. Tell me how you're doing this week. And I'm sending you so much love. I hope you have an amazing Soul on Fire day and we'll talk next week. Mwah.